You're listening to The Drive with Larry Hardesty on 98.7 ESPN. And then Chantel along for the ride until midnight. Here's why people were yelling. You had a Giants game against the Raiders at the same time as you had a Philadelphia Eagles-Dallas Cowboys showdown. And they were on the same network. So even when the game was out of reach, as far as the Giants were concerned, you were thinking about YouTube TV, (laughs) trying to find a way to see that game. You were thinking about Red Zone, which, by the way, was free on NFL Network. Normally, you have to get, you know, a certain package and stuff. But if you had NFL Network, you had the NFL Red Zone, and it came in handy for the Giant fans today. We'll talk to the Giant fans in just a second, but I can't I can't start without shaking my head at how the Philadelphia Eagles tried to let Dallas win that game late. Could you, you see how the game ended? They've got 46 seconds left. They're, they're inside their 15-yard line, Dallas is. They get one pass play, a completion, three personal fouls or three defensive fouls later. They're they're to 20. And then the Philadelphia Eagles defense rises up, a couple of sacks, game over. And so the Eagles continue to play well, not as dominant as they were last year, but to play well. And they beat the Dallas Cowboys by the score of 28-23. A little later, we'll get you caught up on all of week nine in the National Football League. A lot of interesting games. But of course, we talk about the New York football giants. All during the week, fans were excited. Giant fans were excited about the fact that Daniel Jones was returning. Okay, because listen, you want to see, you have questions about your quarterback. And here's an opportunity for you to see Daniel Jones with Saquon Barkley and a couple of your offensive linemen back. This is as close to the starting lineup as you've had really since the start of the season as far as your offensive line being intact, as far as your running back being intact, and your starting quarterback. And you're facing a former Giant, Antonio Pierce, won a Super Bowl with you, all right, who takes over as the head coach of of the Raiders. Now, I said during the week, you know what happens, especially when the coach and the team were going at odds the way we find out that Josh McDaniel and the Las Vegas Raiders were going. I mean, they had a tell-all meeting from what we understand, and they just lit up McDaniels. So I guess there was no chance, no shot, that he was going to keep his job. Usually, in any sport, when there is a coaching change right away, there is an immediate response. As bad as the Raiders have been playing, as bad as Aiden Aiden O'Connell had looked in his chances to play, you had a feeling that with the energy that Antonio Pierce brings, and I spoke to a lot of former Giants this week, and they talked about how that energy was, how much of a leader he was. Spoke to 
uh, the beat reporter, Gordon Damer and I spoke to the beat reporter for the Las Vegas Raiders. And he talked about in the year and a half that Antonio Pierce has been there as a linebackers coach, the energy, the positivity, that's something that jumped out at him. So you had a feeling that the Giants were going to walk in and find a really spirited Las Vegas Raiders team. And then early in the game, you lose Daniel Jones. Our Jordan Runon has tweeted that he had x-rays at the stadium. MRI and more tests are scheduled for tomorrow. There is a fear of something serious, which is a fear. He has a torn ACL in his right knee, according to sources. That's what our Jordan Runon is reporting. Of course, the MRI tomorrow will give you the full extent. If indeed that's the case, he's done for the year. You get Evan Neal back, and then you lose him early in the game. So you end up in a situation where it's Tommy DeVito. And here's the positive thing you saw from Tommy DeVito. Later in the game, he went on the drive, 5-for-5, five five, passing 69 yards and a touchdown to Wondell Robinson. Yes, I know the game was over. Yes, I know it was out of reach. Yes, I get all of that. But at least you know that he can throw the football. When he played against the Jets, the Giants didn't want him to throw the football. So it looks like if indeed, depending on what happens with the injury report to Daniel Jones, Tommy DeVito could be your quarterback for the rest of the season. Unless backed up by, you know, Matt Barkley. So we'll see what happens. But for the Giants defense, obviously, I mean, what can you say? Despondent? Uh, Raiders were able to run the football against a Giant team that has really has been playing better. I mean, he had a couple of turnovers, two, two interceptions on back-to-back possessions from DeVito that did not help you. I mean, it was, it's a tough, it's a tough night for the Giants. And now you are two and seven. Starting quarterback's done, possibly. And so the question becomes, what, what, what goes on the rest of the season? What, what, what happens for the Giants for the rest of the year? It is, once again, depending on the injury to Daniel Jones. I mean, right now, you're just playing out the string. You look to see what players you have. You evaluate everybody. You want to be competent. You want to be competitive. You're not tanking. Players don't tank in the National Football League. Coaches don't tank in the National Football League. But you're at a situation now where your season is officially done. Once again, possibly. Possibly done. Depending on what's going on with Daniel Jones. And so the question becomes, what are the moves now that the Giants have to make? Joe Shane, Brian Dable, to get this team back to where they were last season and beyond. Because clearly we now see that last season, everything broke right with them. Everything. And 
Dable was a different coach. He was more aggressive. Right, Giant fans? He was a guy that you loved because he jumped. He, he went for two. He he played to win. He wasn't, oh, let's play for the tie. Let's, let's see what we can do. No, he was an aggressive head coach. And I get with the offensive line struggling, and I get with your quarter, starting quarterback injured, and I get with your running back injured, who is really still the go-to guy on this team offensively. You got to play differently. There's no question about it. You do. And once again, more injuries. Waller, whom every time we spoke about him when he came to the Giants, it was always, well, if he can stay, if he can stay healthy, boom, 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 how great he is, what, what a fabulous receiver he is, how he can be a difference maker offensively, how he can give them some some big plays for an offense last year that really going down the field suffered. And now he's out on IR. Tyrod Taylor, your backup quarterback on IR. Jalen Hyatt and Daniel Jones missed two times today on one on, on plays that could have really been big plays and could have changed the game before Daniel Jones left. With big plays, now it puts the defense on their heels a little bit, and now you can do some things. So it was just it, it was just it was just a really bad day for the Giants. And, you know, you look at the score and you say, but listen, you know, the defense, the defense is on the field a lot. I mean, and the Raiders were able to run the football. And that's really what they wanted to do. Because with a rookie quarterback, what, what are they trying to do? They're not trying to, they're not trying to put it, you know, they're not trying to put the ball in his hands to make plays. I mean, they're not trying to do that. They ended up doing that. But they're not trying to do that. I mean, what was he? Uh, 16 or 25, 209 yards unofficially? But once again, it was Josh Jacobs, 26 carries for 98 yards. And really, Saquon Barkley was fabulous today. 16 carries, 90 yards. He averaged over five and a half yards per carry. But once again, without the consistency of you getting a chance to throw the ball down the field, okay, you limited kind of what he was able to do in big spots. Darius Slayton, four receptions, 59 yards. Daniel Bellinger, three receptions for 43 yards. Wondell Robinson had the touchdown, four receptions, 35 yards. Barkley had three catches for 23 yards. Jalen Hyatt had two receptions for 19 yards, but once again, could not connect with Daniel Jones on a couple of big plays that could have changed the focus of the game a little bit, even early. Because when you look at this game, this game was decided at halftime. Vegas was up 7-0 after one. They, get, they, they pay off on a couple of turnovers from DeVito. 17 points in the second quarter. It's over. It's over. Giants get a touchdown in the fourth. Vegas gets a couple of field goals in the third and the fourth, and that's it. So the Giants are 2-7. and seven. Giant fans, what are your thoughts about this season right now? What do you want to see as this season goes on? What are you looking for? Are you looking for what players are you looking to see that they should be able to stay? I know that going forward, you're looking at, listen, I want offensive linemen. I want a bunch of different things for this team. Because right now, the way they are, 
and and still, and if indeed Daniel Jones is out for the rest of the season, you're still not finding out about Jones. You still have questions about Jones. Some of you are, may already know. Some of you may say, listen, I've seen enough. I know what he is. I think we can still win with him. He's not an elite quarterback, but I think we can see he's a very good quarterback. He's, he's good with the run pass option. He's got some strengths. We get a better offensive line to, hold, to keep him upright a little bit more, to get the ball down the field. He can make some plays. Others of you are going to say, I, I don't like him. He's done. I don't want him. I want somebody else. Let's tank. <laughs> let's get a quarterback in the draft, and let's move on. And then there are some of you who are in between. One here from the Giant fans. 1-800-919-3776. Also via X, formerly Twitter, at Hardest to ESPN, at ESPNNY, 98 underscore 7. We'll come back and take your calls next on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to The Drive with Larry Hardesty on 98.7 ESPN. Ryder for the Nets. Well, he is not beat Ryder with the Knicks. We'll get his thoughts as the Knicks uh, had their opening in the NBA Cup on the Friday night, and they are again in action tomorrow night at the Garden against Mr. Wimbanyama. Wimbanyama, who has uh, been very impressive every game. He gets more and more impressive in the San Antonio Spurs. Maybe Christian can tell us what's going on with uh, Julius Randle. And at 11 o'clock, Jay Bromley will join us as well and get his thoughts on uh, the Giants and a couple of other games in the National Football League today. But right now, we're chatting with you. 1-800-919-3776. Tommy's in New Hyde Park. Hey, Tommy, start us off on the drive. Hello, my friend. Hey, Tommy, what's up? I want to talk about, like, um, who do you think about tonight's game? Cincinnati and Buffalo. Who you, it's minus two and a half Cincinnati. Cincinnati's home. Who do you think is going to win this game? Uh, I'm going to be honest with you, Tommy. And thanks for the phone call. I'm looking at Cincinnati tonight. Buffalo's been really inconsistent. I respect them. I mean, how can you not? They've, they've dominated the division the past couple of seasons. But this year, there's just something different about them. They, they, it's just something different. They're struggling. They're not as crisp as they've been on offense. They've had some, and they've got, they've been almost decimated defensively. And I think Cincinnati right now is on the upswing. You know, um, they're looking better. Quarterbacks, healthy, healthier than he's been all year. Uh, they've put some wins together. And listen, this is a big game for Cincinnati because Baltimore has started to catch fire a little bit. Cleveland was able to win today. So the Bengals have got to get cooking. So uh, for me, I'm leaning, if I were betting some, string, some shekels, I would put my shekels on the Bengals tonight. Uh, at home against a, a Buffalo Bills team. Once again, it's a good team. They're a good team. But they, they've not been the Bills that you expected over the past couple seasons. So that's going to be the interesting thing to see how they respond to this game. And with the turnovers and and Josh Allen, who's been, you know, really inconsistent. You know, really, really inconsistent. So hopefully, uh, you know, it, hope. listen, I hope it's a good game. That's all I'm hoping for here. That's all I'm hoping for. I'm hoping for a really good game. And I, I do think that, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's fascinating to me. Because, once again, the Bills have the ability to put points on the board offensively. 
Okay, they do. I mean, Josh Allen's a really good quarterback. But he has been known to turn it over, and really good defenses can do some things to trick him. You know, but and defensively, as I mentioned, they've not been the same Bills. And this is this is weird, because as uh, Jake and Marina mentioned on their show before us, if the Dolph- Dolphins lost today, they're six and three. If the Bills lose. They've got four losses, one of them to the Jets. And the Jets have a shot tomorrow night to be, what, a half game behind Miami in second place in the in the AFC East. Now, they got to be able to finish. They, got, they have to do what they need to do. And that is, you know, puts up, put a really creative offensive game plan together to be able to move the football, stay out of, you know, obvious passing situations and keep that Chargers defense off balance. It's a Chargers defense that's very good. It's not great. It's very good. And on the other side, the Jet defense has got to watch out because the Chargers can put the, they can put points on the board. And the pressure for the Jet defense is, okay, we can't let this game get out of hand because we we don't trust our offense. Our offense cannot play back and forth. Let's score with the Chargers. Not that they've shown. <laughs> I don't think they can do it. So it'll be it'll be an interesting game. But that's where we are. And as I mentioned, Joe Burrow last week against the Niners, pretty good. Quarterback rating of 134.8. That's not bad. Not bad. So he's starting to, uh, you know, starting to be more healthy and make some plays. And that's, listen, that's that's what you're looking for. That's all you want if you're Cincinnati now. You've got the, he had the injury early. Now he's able to come back. And this is where you hope that he can, uh, you know, if you're a Cincinnati fan, you hope that he and the offensive line can get things going and put a little run together. The 2024 Navy Federal Credit Union NHL Stadium Series comes to MetLife Stadium this winter for two games featuring four division rivals. The Flyers face off against the Devils on Saturday, February 17th at 8 p.m., and the Rangers take on the Islanders on Sunday, February 18th at 3 p.m. Tickets on sale now. Where? At NHL.com slash Stadium Series Tickets. More of your calls and conversation next on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to The Drive with Larry Hardesty on 98.7 ESPN. Harrison Jr. is a phenomenal player. He's a phenomenal player. But if if your quarterback that you need is not there, then I'm trading down because... I need there's more than one thing that I need on this team. Okay, I'm not I'm not a receiver away. Now, once again, you might disagree with me. And Harrison is a like I said, phenomenal, phenomenal player. Phenomenal player. Game breaker. Best wide receiver in college football. 
But you need more things. You need help on the offensive line. So you need to draft there. You need, you know, more depth in the secondary. You need, you know, linebacker. There's a bunch of things that you need. And for me, that's what I would do. But I'm trying my hardest to get a quarterback. And the reason why I say that, Jay Blaze, is because very simply, and you agree, is you you hope to never be in this position again. Okay? You hope that you are never, ever in this position where you are drafting that high in the NFL draft, which means it was a busted season. Now, it is predominantly because of injury. Predominantly. It's because of injury that you're in this spot. But you still have questions about your quarterback. And so, since you still have questions about your quarterback, then, you know, let's get a quarterback. (laughs) But once again, If none of the quarterbacks that you like are on the board, when you're ready to pick, trade down and and get multiple picks, multiple picks, first round, second round, third, multiple picks, as many as you can get. Because you've got a lot of things you got to work on. Giants have a lot of positions they need fixing, a lot of positions, a lot. And that's how I would handle it. Because you look, and I don't know. I, I would assume that they will bring back Saquon Barkley and they'll go through this whole thing again of, you know, franchise tag. I'm assuming they will do the same thing again. And so one of these picks is probably going to be a running back. Because unfortunately, Saquon lost time this year again with an injury. So uh, that these are some of the things that Joe Shane, Brian Dable, and the rest of the giant hierarchy have to sit down and look about right now, look at right now. Because this season, and of course, <clears throat> excuse me, for them, the rest of this season is about evaluation. Okay, it's about who who's on this team, who can we move, who who's not coming back, what what young players are getting better, what 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 are we seeing, what are we doing, who who's who's our guys, and. You know, Gordon Damon made this point on our show, ESPN New York tonight, Monday through Thursday, here on 98.7 ESPN. And he's right. Last season, while it was great for the fans and it was great for the coaching staff, really kind of should have been this year. Right? You would have rather flipped years. Where now you're building up. Okay. Unfortunately, and once again, it's because of injury, predominantly, you've gone backwards. And this is a major concern now because you have, it makes last year now is what? The outlier of the two years? Is that how you look at it? Going forward, you got to find a way to get some more talent on this team, some more talent and some more depth. And that's how and that's how you will rise in this division because the Eagles look pretty good. 
I mean, they were able to win today even with a hobbled Jalen Hurts on that knee. Dallas is good. Commanders are coming. And so you have to make some moves. And they understood coming in that this was going to be a long-term project. They understood. Long-term, I meant like at least two years, two, three years. You understand that because of the way what you took over. The salary cap situation that you inherited. The talent deficit that you inherited. So you knew it's not a quick fix. Now, it was a promising fix on what you were able to do based on last season, but now you have to look again. And now you have to really sit and evaluate, okay, what's going on with our offensive line? What is happening with Evan Neal? All right, he had a rough year this year. He had had struggles, he got hurt. He came back today and got hurt. So, obviously, the rest of the year, you want to see what's going on with your offensive line so you know who's coming back and who's not. You want to know who's the starter and who's going to be there for your depth. I mean, that's what you have to that's what you have to figure out now. That's what the rest of this season is for if you're a member of the New York Giants. Stefan Diggs is an unbelievable player. He just is. Spun out of a tackle and ran for a bunch of yards. This is this looks like I mean the, the Cincinnati came right down and just scored on the Buffalo defense and looks like Buffalo's about to in pretty good shape to do the same thing to them. This could be a nice high scoring game before anybody makes some uh, adjustments. So it'll be interesting to see, but I mean, Stefan Diggs, bad job of tackling. He spins out of that tackle, and he gains like another 15, 20 yards. Gain of 34. Oh, it's, it's, it's funny. Nice pass, touch pass by Josh Allen. It, it's, it's true, and fans say it all the time. You look at other teams, and then you look at what the Jets and Giants are able to do, and it just looks like it's a different league. <laughs> it does. It really does. The pace the tempo, and all that's talent. That's that's the talent you have in key positions. That's what makes that's what makes a difference. It's the talent you have in those really those 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 important positions. Quarterback, running back, receiver, and then of course defensively what you're able to do on the other side, good corners, pass rush, things of that nature. But from an offensive standpoint, it's it's the the speed and the depth of your wide receivers and how good your quarterback is. You show me, you show me a really good quarterback. I'll show you a team. That's really good. <laughs> very simple. It is very, very simple. I mean, it's it, it's when Josh Allen is on, he is really on. He can play. He can play. No question about it. It's the drive on 987 ESPN, 1-800-919-3776. This has got to be as frustrating a, a year as it's been for Daniel Jones. I mean, can you imagine? I mean, get all the hard work of trying to get back and the neck injury and doing all the stuff and, and rehabbing and waiting for the clearance and everything. And he gets into the game, and he's trying to get out of the way of a sack and ultimately runs into his own player and hurts his knee. And what's feared, as our Jordan run on reporting, sources are indicating their fear is 
It's a torn ACL. But it's not official. M- MRI tomorrow. That will tell us all we need to know. I mean, just coming back from rehabbing an injury, and he's right back out. I mean, for even even the weekend warrior player, when you've injured yourself, and of course it is uh, not the same level, obviously, but when you've had an injury. And you're trying to compensate and do other stuff for it. And you're trying to get better with this tennis elbow and you're alternating ice and heat, or all the other things that you're trying to do or sprained ankle or whatever it is. And you rehab or to, or to fracture or something of that nature. And you rehab it. And then you come right back and you're trying to play and you play and then you hurt again. That is frustrating. It's frustrating. It's got to be. He's a competitor. He wants to play. But it's, it's, I really, I really feel bad for him. Now, in the greater scheme of things, I would think from a giant fan perspective, yeah, you're not you're not going to see him for the rest of the season if indeed this is the wor- under the worst conditions. If the worst thing happens and you don't see him anymore, well, at least we have a chance to get a really good draft choice. And then you bring him back next year, you see what happens. 1-800-919-3776. When we return, we'll take your phone calls. Plus, we'll start to preview tomorrow night's game, Jets and Chargers. How are you feeling, Jet fans? What are your thoughts? How most people think the Jets should be able to win this game. I'm on the fence here. I'll explain why next on 98.7 ESPN.